Welcome to Unlocking You, the podcast where we dive into the strategies and techniques that will empower you to transform your life. I'm your host, Bennett Schwartz, and together we'll explore the keys to personal development, financial freedom, mastering the rules of being a loving spouse and an amazing parent. Subscribe now and let's embark on this incredible journey of self-discovery and personal transformation together. Thanks for tuning in to Unlocking You. Stay inspired and keep growing. So somebody reached out to me the other day and said, Ben, do you mind speaking about the idea of anxiety versus nerves? And I think it's really extremely important to understand the difference because so many times, I think especially nowadays, the word anxiety is just thrown out there and it has like this negative label. And I think if we actually define the terms differently, then we can actually understand what we're doing. And then we can actually try to figure out what we have to do in order to combat it. And then it, we can actually start living the lives that we want to be living. So recognizing the difference, I think is going to be extremely important. So today we're going to talk about the difference. We're actually going to give some tips in terms of dealing with each one of them, certain strategies that I've used personally, I've used with uh, clients of mine, and really people have thought that they have been extremely helpful. So we're going to be sharing all these different ideas today, um, putting out there, I am not a clinician. Uh, this is just based on experience, based on speaking, based on listening to things, hearing things. It's just been a, a hot topic, I think. So many times people uh, come over me because they have anxiety, they want to be working on it, and I work on the mindset behind the scenes. But at the end of the day, it is something that if you are suffering from anxiety, uh, it, it could be a real thing. Uh, it is a real thing. I know a lot of people who suffer, who take their meds and do all that stuff. I'm not talking about that. Speak to your doctor. Uh, so I'm hoping uh, legally, I am totally off for that stuff. So uh, that being said, let's just talk, start having this conversation about the difference between nerves and anxiety. And I think the real main difference is that Nerves is like a very normal thing. It's very okay to have nerves. And and because you have nerves doesn't mean that there's anything necessarily wrong. Uh, saying anxiety doesn't mean that you're, anything's wrong with you having anxiety, but anxiety usually comes from a place where you are sort of worried. You're worried about something in the future. You're worried about something that might be happening right now. There's something going on that rationally is not necessarily going to be happening. And 99.9% .9 of the time, our anxieties that we have don't actually manifest themselves, which is like awesome in a practical sense. But at the same time, there's so many people who are actually playing by not being able to do certain things because of their anxiety, whether it's an animal, whether it's a past experience that they went through. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people through, through COVID are still feeling the anxiety of like, I can't go outside, I have to wear a mask. And we're not here to judge anybody and everyone's got to, you know, get the help that they need to get. But in, in order to like live the lives that we want to be living and not live in fear, it, it's extremely scary to think about it. Like if you went through something, God forbid, and then all of a sudden you start living this life of fear because you can't get out like that, that's like you're like you're living in prison. And it's something that I think a lot of people go through. A lot of people don't realize that they can actually get through it. I know people who actually have, have fought their anxiety and it took a long time. It took months or even years to get out of it. But guess what? They're, they're free and they're, and they're out of it. And it's something that it's totally worth it. So I definitely suggest getting the help if necessary in terms of the anxiety, because I think it's something that can be extremely uh, freeing. And it could be something that if you have enough gumption, you can actually get out of it. And it, as long as you have that support, it's really, really incredible. So knowing that like you have the ability, you have the possibility of getting out of the anxiety that you're going through is something that's really, really cool. Um, on the other hand, you have nerves. So, so nerves is like one of these things that happens usually before something that's coming up. So if somebody's about to give a talk, if somebody's about to do a live over here, if somebody's about to do anything that they're about to put themselves out there, that we're about to, they're about to be vulnerable. So that's when people get nervous about doing something. And it, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and by the, if anything, it actually means that that thing that you're, you're about to do 
actually means something to you, which is like a beautiful thing if you think about it, that there is actually something at stake, whether you're going to get rejected or you're asking out a girl, whether you're going on a job interview and you keep, you might not get the job. There is something going on that can actually not work out in, in, in your favor or your best presentation and you might bomb it, right? There's all these different things that happen, but guess what? That's like totally normal. And we have to try to figure out what's the difference between the people who have the confidence, who get up there and who actually speak or who go out and can ask the girl out or who go out and can just show up for whatever they're about to present versus the people who just freak out and don't do anything. And then all of a sudden they're like, uh oh, I don't know what to do. So we have to realize that there is a difference between the two. And we have to realize that there is certain things that we can actually do in order to step up and to recognize that. And I think uh, we'll start with the nerves first in terms of just diving into it a little more deeply. So recognizing that when we have nerves, it's really a reaction to an emotion we're having. If you think about it, we have something inside, we have a feeling inside, and then we translate that feeling to nerves. And we translate that feeling to nerves based on the stereotype, based on past experience, based on past failures, possibly, right? based on something that we think is going to happen, possibly happen over here. And we have to recognize that if we're really defining the emotion that we have as nerves, we could also define the emotion not as nerves. And this is something really cool. And I actually learned this from um, a gentleman, forgetting his name right now, uh, who was Eli Mannings of the Giants, quarterback of the Giants, his mindset coach. And he talks about Nate Zinser, Dr. Nate Zinser, that's his name, right? Dr. Nate Zinser talks about how when athletes on the top level, like how's it possible they don't get nervous? You have somebody who's Eli Manning going against Tom Brady two times in the Super Bowl, like how's it possible just the Super Bowl, then you're playing against Tom Brady. Like how's it possible that you are not, not able to like be nervous or to be like not perform well? Like, it just makes out of no sense. So what he did was, is he actually worked with Eli Manning on the idea that you could actually control your emotion. You can actually control your nerves. And what he does with his clients is that he actually works on them with translating that emotion that they have inside because chemically it's the same feeling that you get inside when you're nervous is the same feeling you get when you're excited, which is just like mind blowing. So instead of translating it as nerves, he actually helps his clients translate it as excitement, which is like amazing to understand that we actually have more control over than we do than we think we do. It's not easy. And you have to practice it because we're so trained in one way, but we could actually train ourselves to be something else and train ourselves to do something differently. And that's something where it comes out so beautifully where we have these things that are going on inside of us. We might be nervous to present, to do something, but then when it comes down to it, we can actually work on ourselves to train ourselves to do something else. So when it comes to nerves, when it comes to stepping into the moment, we can actually start to work on ourselves and it could be, it, it's going to have to be done beforehand. You have to do your meditation or your deep breathing and imagine yourself in that situation. And that's why a lot of athletes do all sorts types of all type, all sorts of type of manifestation or the visualizations, all these different things, because they want to really get themselves in the mindset of what they can actually do and put themselves in a situation. And it's actually really cool. A couple of years ago, I was coaching the basketball team and there was a, one of our players on our team, uh, was phenomenal shooter, phenomenal shooter. It's, but that's all he could do. He could literally only shoot the ball. He couldn't dribble. He could do anything. And um, so when he got out of the game, it was great when he was like, they were playing with his own against us. But when the other team like played man, like he just didn't do anything. So um, there was what, one practice we had, and I was trying to build up his own confidence to, to, to not, get, not get him nervous. And he was a phenomenal free throw shooter. So I actually put him on the free throw line, and I had the whole team surround him. And I said, buddy, you have two shots. If you miss one of them, everybody's running. And if you miss 
two of them, everybody's ready and you're going to run even more. So I put like, I tried putting as much pressure on him as possible to try to bring out that emotion, that situ situational piece. And the guy nailed both free throws. And I was like, it really, it was amazing. Everybody went nuts and it was, it was really incredible. But then when you look forward later on into the season and we're, we're playing this team and we're down by like 14 going into the fourth quarter and we ended up making this crazy comeback and there was crazy play that ended up happening that one of our players ended up getting fouled with three seconds left. We're down by two. Uh, he's going to free throw line, but then he has a bloody nose and he's a type of free throw shooter anyway. So the ref like kicks him out of the game because he has a bloody nose. And I just, I didn't even think about it. I just pointed to that one kid. I'm like, get on the free throw line. Literally hasn't played the whole game. Gets off the bench, moves to the free throw line, nails two free throws, sits back down. It was like the most classic they get the overtime. We ended up destroying them in overtime. It was like an amazing comeback story. But really part of that situation over there was that we tried to build up this scenario. Like, did I know this was going to happen? No, I had no idea. But because we, he was in the situation where, you know what, I can actually become and try to work on my nerves. I actually was able to step up into the moment where he told me that that was part of the success that he wasn't really so nervous when he went to the free throw line. So that's something we could actually try to do in whatever situation we're going to be in. We can actually try to take certain certain things, certain pieces, and then really start and plant them and put them in to certain areas of our lives. So if you're, you know you're nervous about something, if you know a big presentation is coming up, if you know something's coming up, recognize that you know what we can do. We can actually take that situation, try to manifest it in our minds and visualize it in our minds and actually step into it where we actually become excited that like, no, I'm actually going to be happy i'm going to be embracing i'm going to be one step into the moment of course when this situation comes where you have to work on it and you have to try to stay calm as possible and just take your deep breaths and do all that stuff but then over time if you do it again and again and again you can actually step into the moment Alrighty, I'm going to just jump in here pretty quickly. If you have not checked out my book, Lost Then Found on Amazon, it is less than 10 bucks. It is totally worth the investment. It is a step-by-step -step model in terms of what I use with my clients to help them get unstuck to find their path and do the things that they're looking to do. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you can't take things to the next level, make sure to check it out on Amazon, Lost Then Found. Another really cool technique that you can actually use also is anchoring. I don't know if anybody ever heard of anchoring, but pretty much anchoring, what, you, what we want to do is we want to actually take a different area where we do have the confidence, where we do have the excitement. So let's say um, even like tying your shoes, like you don't even think about tying your shoes, like it's so easy. So let's take that emotion, that feeling that we get with tying your shoes, like this is a no brainer and implant that and copy and paste it onto this feeling of nerves. And once we can do that, then we can actually start to recognize, hey, this thing that I'm about to do, it's a no brainer, it's easy. And it's a really cool technique that you can actually use also before and then right before you're about to do the thing, just take that feeling, step into that moment and then really copy and paste it and then just present. I've actually used that a bunch of times. Um, that's actually really, really powerful as well. So that's the nerves. And when it comes to anxiety, okay. So when it comes to anxiety, what are we supposed to do? We have to recognize that anxiety is something that is not rational. It's something that's going to just stress us out. Uh, it's, it's not really going to be there. It's not going to actually do anything for us. So once we recognize that, we have to realize that what is it that we can actually do? So what are we supposed to do? So a lot of times I like to think about it like the anxiety monster. So most times when people have anxiety, there's like a little small little thought that they had and then they start just focusing, hyper-focusing on the one idea and then blows up and then it just takes over. So I don't know if anybody out here has had the idea where they are working or they're thinking about saying what they think about a certain person or a certain situation and all of a sudden they're just still hyper-focused on it and all of a sudden like they're like emotional wrecks. And because they're emotional wrecks, like that's something that they actually can't figure out like what to do with what they're going to like, how they can like move forward. And it's like so frustrating, so debilitating. And it's so, it's so hard to get out of it. So what I like to say is that we have to try to cut the monster at the door. 
once we have that, I thought that idea, and we all know those thoughts that like get us stressed out, we have to just like get rid of it. Okay. We can't, we can't think about it. If it's something we could do about it, then like we have to figure out what we can do about it. And we have to take the steps in order that, for that to happen. And we can even do something called an energy audit, which is really just making a T-chart and then putting on one side, all the things that are getting take away energy from you, all the things that give you energy and recognize what are those few things, because usually it's only a handful of things that get you really stressed out. Some of them we can actually work on to get rid of, as opposed to some other things where, okay, we can't, we have to live with certain people or certain people are in our lives that we can't do anything, or I have a, a certain job that I'm not just going to be quitting right now. So recognizing, so what are the things that we can do can be extremely different in terms of what it is we can actually, you know, do to get, start getting rid of the anxiety. But one of the cool tips that we can start doing is to actually cut the monster at the door. And this is a, a, an idea that I heard from Tom McCarthy in terms of scratching the CD and scratching this ID, CD. The basic idea of it is, is like, if you like, imagine like a CD from back in the day. So if you put a CD in a CD player and it was scratched, so it wouldn't work. Like it would just like stop at that moment where it was scratched and like the CD was garbage. But like, you can imagine like a song going, and then all of a sudden it's like, like it, it just wasn't working anymore. So if we can imagine that, um, that, that emotion, that, that situation, that person or that thing, whatever that thing that gets us anxious on a CD and all of a sudden we scratch the CD. And then all of a sudden we don't let it come in. Like literally close your eyes, imagine the CD, imagine like the story playing of this person or the singer gets you anxious and all of a sudden scratch the CD. And then it just can't penetrate anymore. Can't penetrate anywhere in. Then we can actually stop the anxiety and actually distract ourselves so I think that's something else, which is a extremely powerful tool that a lot of people could use. Some people use like a, a shredder. They, they imagine it and like on a piece of paper and they go through a shredder and they destroy it. Or some people imagine it and all of a sudden they put like a red dot on it and then they really just make the red dot over the whole picture. Whatever it is that we have to do, whatever technique you can actually work, the CD thing works for me. Just think about it, put it on a CD, scratch it, get rid of it. Because we all know that if we start thinking about it, it's only going to get bigger, 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 and more, and we're getting more anxious about it. So that's a really quick tip in terms of anxiety, but recognizing these things are something we can actually work on. If you are suffering from these things, sorry, I'm here with you. Um, look to look to try to get help. I think there's a lot of stuff on this nowadays, um, but also understanding what's the difference between anxiety and, and nerves, because a lot of times people are saying they're anxious, but really they're just nervous, and that's like totally normal, and that's totally fine. Most labeling yourself wrongly that say you have anxiety where it's really just nerves, and then all of a sudden you're like taking meds when it's like, why you taking meds you don't necessarily need meds some people do but some people i think don't need it and you can actually work on this stuff an ideal level i think we should all be able to cope and to do these things uh, but then again a lot of people have it more severe a lot of people just need that extra help uh, to get them out of the rut to do all those things speak to your doctors um those are my different ideas on anxiety and nerves if anybody has any questions feel free to reach out don't forget to subscribe see you all in the next one and that's a wrap. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me. Remember, your journey to unlocking your true potential is ongoing, and I'm here to support you every step of the way. So until next time, stay positive, stay motivated, and keep unlocking the incredible you. This is Bennett Schwartz signing off. Thank you for being part of the Unlocking You family.